The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. Is Barack Obama the Antichrist? Typically, there are at least two inherent flaws when this question is asked. First, in the United States and surely other nations, many seek to demonize those with whom they disagree politically. Calling a man the Antichrist is essentially declaring him to be Satan incarnate. Some were convinced that President Bill Clinton was the Antichrist. Others were convinced that President George Bush was the Antichrist. And those who disagreed with the political views of President Barack Obama were throwing the Antichrist label at him as well. This political demonization is ridiculous, as the biblical indicators of who is the Antichrist have nothing to do with conservative or progressive politics. Second, Christians in the United States tend to forget that the end times revolve around the nation of Israel, not the United States. The Bible nowhere explicitly prophesies the existence of the United States. While the U.S. may have a role in the end times and with the Antichrist, it is also possible that the U.S. will not even exist in the end times. Misinformation about the Antichrist abounds, and some of it has been used to create links between the man of sin and Barack Obama. A common claim is that the Antichrist will be a man of Muslim or Arab descent in his 40s who will rule for 42 months, close to the length of a U.S. presidency. The Bible nowhere says anything about the ethnicity, religion, or age of the Antichrist. Further, Barack Obama has vehemently denied accusations that he is a Muslim, and he is not of Arab descent. The 42 months concept is taken from Revelation 13, verses 5 through 8, but there is absolutely nothing to connect the 42 months with the four-year, 48-month tenure of a U.S. president. Intentionally spreading such misinformation will likely make it more difficult to recognize the true Antichrist once he appears on the scene. Let's look at a few things that argue against Barack Obama being the Antichrist. Foremost is the fact that he is no longer president, and therefore not the most powerful man in the world anymore. Also, there is the matter of his ethnic background. There is some debate among Bible scholars as to the ethnicity of the Antichrist. Some believe that the Antichrist will be of Jewish descent, as he would have to be a Jew to claim to be the Messiah. Others believe that the Antichrist will come from a revived Roman Empire, most likely identified with modern-day Europe. Barack Obama is the son of a white, non-Jewish mother and a black, non-Jewish Kenyan father. He is neither Jewish nor European, unless the U.S. is considered part of Europe in terms of Bible prophecy. Ethnically or racially speaking, Obama does not seem to match what the Bible says about the Antichrist. Also, Barack Obama claims to be a Christian and claims to have faith in Jesus Christ as his Savior. While anyone can make such claims, it seems highly unlikely that the Antichrist would even pretend to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Now let's look at a few qualities that the Bible ascribes to the Antichrist that are similar to traits possessed by Barack Obama. Barack Obama is undeniably a charismatic, intelligent, determined, and revolutionary individual. Often, hundreds of thousands of people attended events when Obama spoke. Believing someone to be a great leader is one thing. Mass hysteria and complete devotion are another thing entirely. As a candidate and as a president, Barack Obama seemed to have the ability to lead and inspire millions of people. The Antichrist, who will be the leader of a one-world governmental system in the end times, would also have to possess such traits. It will take just such a person to deceive the entire world in the end times. The Bible prophesies that the Antichrist will come to power promising peace, but will rule the earth in a time of evil and devastation. Barack Obama's message of world unity and peace was similar to what the Bible says about the promises of the Antichrist's reign. 
Further, Barack Obama favored a big government, globalist approach to solving the world's problems. While the end times one world government is far beyond anything that Obama proposed, his policies did lead in that general direction. Probably the most important factor in identifying the Antichrist is the nation of Israel. The Bible teaches that the Antichrist will enter a seven-year peace covenant with the nation of Israel, but then break the covenant after three and a half years. Daniel 9, verse 27. The Antichrist will then essentially attempt a second holocaust, the annihilation of the nation of Israel and Jews around the world. Barack Obama claimed that he would come to Israel's defense should it be attacked. At the same time, Barack Obama made some unclear statements regarding his support of Israel and had relationships with individuals and groups with anti-Semitic tendencies. Obama's claim of support for Israel, contradicted by dubious statements and troubling relationships, did seem reminiscent of what the Bible says about the Antichrist's relationship with the nation of Israel. So is Barack Obama the Antichrist. Unless Obama could somehow re-emerge as a global leader, it is not even remotely likely. While Obama does possess some traits that are similar to what the Bible says about the Antichrist, the same could be said for many of today's world leaders. Second Thessalonians 2 verse 3 states that the Antichrist, the man of lawlessness, will be revealed. When the time comes, it will be abundantly clear who he is. Rather than speculating and demonizing, our responsibility is to be wise and discerning, based on what the Bible says about the Antichrist. Don't let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs, and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. He will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called God or is worshipped, so that he sets himself up in God's temple, proclaiming himself to be God. Second Thessalonians 2, verses 3 and 4. I saw a beast coming out of the sea. He had ten horns and seven heads, with ten crowns on his horns, and on each head a blasphemous name. The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but had feet like those of a bear and a mouth like that of a lion. The dragon gave the beast his power and his throne and great authority. One of the heads of the beast seemed to have had a fatal wound, but the fatal wound had been healed. The whole world was astonished and followed the beast. Men worshipped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast, and they also worshipped the beast and asked, Who is like the beast? Who can make war against him? Revelation 13, verses 1-4. Addendum. There have been claims that the name Barak is found in the Quran and that this fact gives legitimacy to the idea that Barack Obama is a Muslim and or the Antichrist. According to a word search of the entire Quran, this is not the case. The unrelated name, Barak, meaning lightning, is found in the Isra and Mirage, a story also called Night Journey. The Isra and Mirage are briefly sketched in Surah 17, but Barak is only mentioned in the extended story found in the Hadith, the gloss or extra-Quranic writings, similar to the Jewish Talmud. Barak was a human-faced winged horse that provided transportation for the prophets. According to Islamic tradition, Barak took Abraham from Syria to Mecca to visit Hagar and Ishmael. In Night Journey, the Barak takes Muhammad on a tour of the seven levels of heaven. In more recent times, Barak has been the name of an airline in Libya. The name Barak is etymologically unrelated to Barak and is the African form of the Hebrew name Baruch, which means blessed. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. 
online at gotquestions.org.